what the number is going to be. Uh, but we've been adding adding jobs ever since our, our economy shut down. We told all of America, except for essential workers, go home. Uh, obviously, the job numbers have been positive because people going back to the jobs they had been skewed. Joe Biden had an interesting approach to this. He took total credit for it. <laughs> Every single month as job. Look at I've added five million zillion jobs. Like, no kidding. He's they a Democrat home. governor shut down the, every single state. Right. And then they go, oh, but like, you're going back to work. We did it. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that could come to an end today. Uh, it could. You know, with the pandemic, we lost nearly 22 million jobs. Nearly all of those jobs have come back. And we've been averaging about 500,000 per month over the last year. Today, that number is expected to come to a screeching halt. They're expecting maybe about 270,000. That is a terrible, terrible number. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, as as uh, the Federal Reserve tighten, tightens uh, interest rates, it slows down the economy and people lose their jobs or there's not as much hiring. That's one of the reasons why uh, you know, you look at the right track, wrong track poll. Monmouth came out with that a, a day or two ago, where it showed that 88% of the country feels that America is on the wrong track. And if you're on the wrong track, you look at the conductor. And who's running the train? The president. Our correspondent, Peter Ducey, asked the press secretary about that lousy number for the administration, 88% and how it all fits into whether things are going according to plan. We have a plan. Here's the thing. We have a plan. Republicans do not have a plan. What they want to do is take away rights uh, from the American people. But do you think it's possible that your plan just is not popular with the American people right now? I don't think it's that our plan is not popular with the American people. We know that the American people are feeling... Um, but high cost. We understand what they are feeling because because when you look at inflation, when we look at where we are economically, and we are in a strong, uh, we are stronger economically than we have been uh, in history. When you look at the unemployment numbers at 3.6%, uh, when you look at the jobs numbers, uh, more than 8.7 million of, of new jobs created, that is important. But we understand that Gas prices are high, and we understand that food costs are high, and that is because of a once-in-a-generation once pandemic and also Putin's war, and that's just the fact. Gotta still, blame somebody. Still Putin's war, still not uh, taking responsibility. Look, inflation is the number one topic in this country, um, gas prices and inflation. And what's interesting is Politico has a report out that within the administration, there's a great debate. There's a great fight. And the progressives are saying, well, for, first of all, Joe Biden is saying, okay, we're going to need to deal with this inflation thing. I mean, you have an 88% number. Right. you got 88% of the American people saying we're on the wrong track. However, the progressives are saying, whoa, 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 on all this inflation stuff. Because if you take down inflation right away, it, here's what they said. We're going to have problems um, dealing with the issues that we want to deal with. We need um, a new, the nation's infrastructure, and we want it to rely more on clean energy. We need this transformation. So just so you get clear, the progressives within this administration are saying, our number one concern is green energy. And if we deal with inflation and make you a little less poor, 
You, we might not be able to get all this green energy um, transformation going on, and that's going to be a problem for us. So don't, don't, don't hit the brakes on the inflation present. Right. Like that. I mean, that's kind of crazy stuff. Oh. It tells you a lot about their priorities and what they care about. If we got natural gas, we have tons of it. We could be putting into Europe and helping to fill in the gap that the Russians aren't doing. Uh, we have the, the Germans making the big decision to refire up coal plants and nuclear plants, and now start putting $100 billion into their defense system. They're doing traumatic, and they've cut down uh, oil and gas from uh, Russia precipitously, rapidly, and now Russia's cutting it off. We're not stepping up. We, can, we have all the resources to help ourselves and to help our allies, and we're doing nothing because of what you said. He's more in love with the prospect of green energy than he is of helping the American people uh, in, with their budgets. Right, and so the progressives are saying, hey, do something. Use an, uh, you know, an executive order. Do something about uh, green energy, climate, uh, abortion, Supreme Court. Do all that stuff, Mr. President. Don't just sit there. Well, he's just sitting there. Uh, the, this weekend. The number will come out, yes. the job creation number, in about 75 Five, minutes. You'll see it right four, here. I'm All righty, guys. Welcome to today's show. Welcome, guys. We got a special guest joining us all the way from Toronto, Canada. Yeah. Yeah, really good stuff, guys. We got a fellow podcaster joining us. Uh, we're about to bring him on the show momentarily, guys. Don't touch the dial. We got some really, really good heated. I want to say heated. Uh, I always say heated. Because on this show, is very unfiltered. We don't hold back. We're not scripted, guys. And I feel that's a really good uh, time to be unscripted, especially in today's principles. Uh, Jimmy, welcome, buddy. How are you doing? It's been a while since we've had you on the show, right? <laughs> I, think, uh, I think I made up for it last week, no? Yeah, you did. I thought, you I, did. I, thought I missed a week, and then we, uh, we caught up. But uh, just dealing with the heat up here, you know, nothing too crazy. Ninety-five. Yeah, that. that got, uh, yeah, the the, the, the heat's run. been fucking up. Well, yeah, it's yeah. a little hotter for you, but, but uh, I'm guys, in, I'm um, in jail. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's been really, really hot, really, really hot. Jimmy, hold that thought. I know we're crisscrossing. You know, it's it's crazy. Uh, I, I I know we're ready for the show, guys. We're back. Uh, we're going to bring Arius here. He's been waiting in the digital green room for about almost six minutes. Thank you for the patience, buddy. Coming at you with the Patriots unfiltered. Broadcasting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia. A show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot. Angle Podcast. All right. Welcome to today's show. Welcome, guys. We got a dude today. Got a doozer. Uh, joining us here. On the show from Toronto, Canada, we have Arius from his show, The Who and What Club Podcast. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, Mike. How are you? I'm, I, I know you're a little uh, like, what? 
what am I in for here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, uh, no, you no, know, it, trust me, we're not going to, we're not going to like beat you to the bush. We're not going to like, you know, make you run away and say, you know what? I'm never coming on his show ever again. It was a fucking mistake, but you know what? I think you're in for a treat, sir. Um, well, I'm happy to tell be us a little bit about you. yourself, Arius. How, uh, how you doing, bud? I'm doing well. I can't complain. I'm happy to be here on the Patriot Angle uh, podcast and just to meet with you and Jimmy. Um, you know, I'm happy to meet. I think you're the first person I've met who's actually from Atlanta. And a lot of my favorite, like, artists come from Atlanta. So you're my first person that I've ever met in my life that's actually from Atlanta. So I'm happy to be on the platform. Conversations tonight, you know, and be. Yeah, I think you're a little. Uh, uh, we, uh, yeah, I think how's your internet? I think you're coming in a little, a little funky. Me? Yeah. Oh, Mike, did you okay. see that or no? Uh, it says yes. Something yeah, just came up about the screens having an issue. Can you hear me now? Yeah, he's. I can hear you you're a little in and out, but um, yeah, we could hear you. Oh, it's yeah, right. my I'm with, I don't know if you guys have yeah, heard, it's, but uh, it's, Jimmy, it's coming from. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Finish your uh, sentence. You were saying something. Yeah, we, in, in Canada, the past, the past few days, Rogers Communications, I don't know if you read about this at all, but Rogers Communications, which is our main provider, um, their systems have been down. So our Wi Fi, our television networks, our phone networks, everything's been down. And they're just getting everything back up. Oh, wow. So that probably has something to do with it. They're on day four of networks being shut down. Uh, so that could be that could be it, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Apologies in advance. Yeah. Nah, man. It's not your it's not like you're out there doing it. <laughs> no, they're on day they're on okay. day four of the networks being down. So sorry about that. Mic now? Oh my god, what's going on here? Damn. No, can you, you guys hear me? Can you see me? Hear me? I'm right outside You're New York hey, City. It all good. happens, you know, like uh, some, some difficulties. Damn. <laughs> can you guys hear me? See me now or no? Yeah, and Jimmy, you're from uh, Jersey, right? I'm from New Jersey, yeah. New Jersey, okay. What's life like over there? It is, uh, it's okay. I mean, the state is, the state is a blue state, right? And when we say blue state, we're talking about a democratic state. And uh, there is a lot of, I don't agree with the governor. I don't agree with all the legislation and mandates that he's been pushing uh, for the last, um, throughout the pandemic. So it's almost like California set the bar for being the most, uh, having the most mandates, having the most uh, policies and legislations on like two-way, uh, on gun control and whatnot, which is a hot subject, but I, I don't I don't agree with a lot of his stuff. I don't agree with the politics. Uh, it's a melting pot where I'm at. I mean, we have all different types of people. I grew up around, uh, you know, I grew up in, in, a, in a very mixed area. So, but unfortunately there's a, you know, when, it, when you live in a state like this, when both sides start to get polarized and you're living in a certain area, then 
uh, it's kind of not my cup of tea at times. So, but New Jersey is a different beast. I would say that we have a firm understanding of each other here. Even if mm -hmm. we don't agree with each other on a political spectrum, we still get along. It doesn't affect us as much as maybe the Midwest or West, uh, West Coast or even down South. So we right. are, we are definitely a different beast over here in this area. Do you, do you feel like politics have become what they've become, what they are like just in this state that we're in now, like in this phase of politics? Is it because of like Trump and the lot? Like when did politics become the way it is right now? Is it because of social media? Because we've never seen politics like this, you know? It's like entertainment now. Uh, well, I think, I think definitely, I would definitely say when Trump came in, right? Because yeah. He was an unscripted guy, and right. you know there's there's a certain etiquette that people believe that a president should carry, and he he didn't have that because he wasn't a politician, so he, he didn't have his whole life to groom. He's been a a businessman, a cutthroat kind of guy, you know, um, says says what he wants, does what he wants, and he was sitting in that seat. So America had four good years under him, but. In those four years, uh, that's when both sides really started to polarize. Um, yeah. That's when extremists on both sides. See, the right, the right has always had extremists, right? Mm -hmm. The right has always had skinheads, Nazis, right? Far anarchists. Uh, anarchists. No, anarchists are far they're left. On the left. They're, they're on, on the, the left. they're on the okay. far left because they don't really have a um, they don't really have any kind of game plan, right? They just want anarchy. But during his years, yeah, they polarized. But see, like I said, the right has always had its uh, notable people. You kind of know who a skinhead is or a Nazi, right? They're going to kind of show you. Unfortunately, now, when the way that politics is uh, kind of polarized, people, when we say on the left that are radicals there, you have Antifa, you have... Uh, the real radicalized BLM. I'm not going to say BLM across the board because they do have a good message. It's people trying to, you know, and they want equal rights and, and they want justice and, and whatnot. But when you burn down cities and shit like that, that's kind of when I don't agree with you. But, um, you know, you know, on, on you know, if I may, Jim, Jim, if I may step in here, yeah. uh, I'm going to be playing around with some windows here, Arius, because we got three guys here on the show. So I'm going to try to give as much uh, respected, uh, you know, floor time as possible. So you might see some, you know, some, uh, we just, just had uh, Soslin pop up in the show. Uh, I want to uh, welcome Soslin. I want to introduce Soslin to you. Uh, guys, uh, the four of us right now, literally that are on this stream, come from different parts of, you know, life, so to speak. You know, we have a gentleman coming from Russia we have somebody resides in New Jersey. We have somebody that resides now in Canada and including myself from Atlanta, Georgia. So I want to bring Sauce into the uh, into the show. I want to say, well, how oh. is your day going, Sauce? Welcome to the Patriot Angle Podcast, buddy. I know your fucking week has been crazy, buddy. Yeah, crazy. How me. are you doing, buddy? Man, tell me about it, huh? You know, I, I, is there Jimmy? I want to tell this in front of Jimmy. I think Jimmy should know this. Uh, yeah. Because I don't know what you think. I don't know. What, what does Jimmy think? Because 
I think it's can we get Jimmy on here or no? Jimmy Jimmy will be right back. He when he goes off uh, camera, that's a that's a signal to me saying that he had to take a you know a bathroom break or probably get a uh, a cigarette or, or some kind of uh, drink or something. But you know he'll be right back here on the show. Uh, when he gets back, I will give him the respected floor. And then I'll also, guys, I want to bring Arius in here, uh, Sas. This sure. is the first time you're meeting this gentleman. This is our special guest on tonight's show, joining us from the country of Canada, Toronto, Canada. Okay? He's a first-timer on a, on a political podcast. He's never been on a political podcast. He said, you know, it's, you know he was nervous coming on. He, he did tell me that. He was nervous coming on. Uh, he's still a little nervous, I could see. It's got a lot of uh, a lot of good insight. I've checked out his show, tremendous podcast host. So let me bring him onto the panel here um, as uh, I can introduce yourself, uh, and he'll introduce himself as well too. So this is Arius coming on the panel, Sauce. Saucy, what's up? Good. What's up, Arius? How are you? Good, brother. Good, brother. How are you? Oh <laughs> man, what a day! Hey, did I tell you what happened today? Say that again. Did I tell you what happened today? Please tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay, so you know how we have a certain committee? Right. Okay, so that certain committee reached out to me and asking, uh, I have two options. Either I can get subpoenaed or I have to write a written testimony of what exactly happened. In regards to what? Oh, in regards to the peaceful protest on January 6th. Okay, okay. Yeah. Isn't that sick? So were you a part of the protest? Okay, well, <laughs> I don't want to. Okay, I don't want to give too much information. Uh, right, because, right, right. Uh, I did talk to my lawyer, and I don't know if I was part of it, but I have a very close friend that was part of it. Okay. Um, and well, I'm adjacent, sure adjacent. So you were yeah. part of it, adjacent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It's sad because I grew up in Russia. Okay, it was a communist country. Were you born there? Were you born? Yes. There? Yep. Okay. That's that's how I get my name. It's awesome. Okay. S-O-S, Alien. Um, I was born in Vladikavkaz, Russia. So it's a communist country. And mm -hmm. so I came to America in 2006 thinking that it was going to be freedom. And I, I mean, the problem is that we have is it, it's like a whole, it's like Russia all over again. You know, and I keep, and it's very interesting because Michael and I keep on referring to America and Wisconsin as Russia 2.0 because we're literally right in line of what Russia does and what uh, in their political aspect and how they treat their own people. And that's why we're no different than Russia. Am I right, Michael, or what? Hmm. Or is he off the air? I'm sure he could hear. Yeah, he's there. Oh, no, okay. I'm, I'm, Am I correct? I'm on the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah just Doss, I know you're catching up to this, and you're not you're not used to uh, to a four panel team here on the show. I'm not used no. to it either. It's usually either me and you, or me and Jimmy, or me, you and Jimmy. So, with that <laughs> yeah. being said, Sauce. I'll say this again, buddy. Uh, you're just joining us in, uh, you know, about almost uh, 30 minutes into the stream. Okay. Uh, you're going to see me come in, coming in and going on the stream as well. I'll be taking you off, uh, Arius off, as well as giving uh, Jimmy his time on the show as well, too. What do I think about that, uh, Sauce? I think it's total bullshit. I really do. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it, it's, it's complete bullshit. What they are doing to Sauce Arius is complete bullshit. This man is fighting for his country. He escaped right. oppression and suppression from his home country of Russia, okay, which we're going to need probably a four-hour show to explain his story because his, his story is very heartfelt 
uh, a lot of uh, trauma, a lot of drama, a lot of uh, suspense. I mean, I, I would have to write a book about Sauce's life, to be honest with you. But, you know, uh, Sauce, Sauce can tell you that on another time. But Sauce, what they're doing to you is complete bullshit. Complete mm-hmm. bullshit. Okay, I'm going to bring Jimmy in this here. We're going to get into a panel here. Okay, yeah. Jim, uh, Jimmy, did you hear this, uh, the podcast just the other day with Sauce? Sauce has been openly invited to the Pentagon. Okay, right, Sauce? Did you want to? Yes. Well, okay, so it's, okay. September, so it's September 7th. Okay, they're having a defense council meeting. Uh, it's, a, it, it's a roundtable meeting. So they're having a roundtable meeting and talking about the next stages of the military. All right. So we, because I've been invited for that, but now here's a plot twist with what happened today. I don't know what's going to happen at this point in regards of, uh, regards of me and where I'm going to be at on September 7th, because they're prolonging this. Uh, and even actually it was interesting because the committee stated themselves on the phone. They're going to, if they do something on me, it's going to be into October. So I have till August, end of August, to either write a written testimony or uh, slow into us uh, into the in front of Congress, so that should tell you something. This is in regards to January sixth. Uh, well, it's a peaceful protest, yes. Yeah, well, I just said the date. That's all. I didn't uh, explain what it was. Um, so yeah. So what? So what's the written testimony? What are they looking for in your written testimony to say what? Um, I don't really know what they're saying. Uh, I, I contacted the office of the vice chair and I contacted the chair. And I said, okay, what, what are you guys looking for in this testimony? What are you looking for? Because at the same time, I don't want to incriminate myself and I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to get anybody else into trouble. And I know what they're going to do. Being born in Russia, that's not going to help. Number one, number two, being part of president Trump is not going to help either. All right. And number three, I I've been very outspoken and they even said, I'm like, you had everybody else that was also there. Why me? And they say to this, they're like, well, it's easy because you're a public figure. You know, people look up to you. You've been on podcasts. You already have a name to yourself. You already have a reputation. So I'm like, so you're trying to throw me in the mud. I mean, it's just absolutely, I feel like I'm in Russia. I literally, I feel like I'm in Russia. And I cried after the phone call, you know, after I went to the bathroom because I almost peed my pants because I was absolutely in shock. And then I just went and cried. I'm like, why is this happening to me? I'm better off living in Russia, no offense. I mean, what do you think, Jimmy? Well, I mean, again, I want to try to be, I want to try to explain it as much as I can to our, to our guests here from, from out of the country. But I mean, he's pretty much our neighbor. So again, they watch and, and know about it a lot. But unfortunately, again, January 6th was, was a ruse. You know, it was, uh, it was a setup to a certain degree. Now, I know a lot of people might say, oh, you know, that's conspiracy or you have a lot of crazy people going, that was Antifa going into the building. Well, let's look at it from a real, like, practical standpoint. Um, a lot of people, in my opinion, um, were played pretend soldier, pretend patriot. And I'm not saying everyone that was there, so don't get me wrong, guys. I'm just saying there's a lot of people who thought it was very trendy, right? It was like this big protest that built up because it, January, it wasn't just January 6th. It was like every weekend up until that point. Because uh, I, I, I may have, I may allegedly have known some people that have gone the weeks before that, right? So it was building up on both sides. Left and right was there. It was a battleground. And unfortunately, what happened was, you know, you were not allowed to go into that building. It was a federal building. It was off limits. 
but the cops opened the barriers. They were waving people in. So it was it was a setup. I mean, it was a setup. And unfortunately, if you got caught in a setup, you're an idiot. And on top of that, if you thought that if you're a conspiracy guy and you think that the government is against you, why the fuck would you go into their house with camcorders and live streams and take photos and sit at desks Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, intimidate uh, people without thinking without thinking there was going to be any repercussions. So unfortunately, it was a peaceful protest until that point where people started going in. And it was still peaceful because they don't show you the videos of when people were cleaning up, uh, cleaning up the, uh, the big uh, lobby area, I guess you would say, of the Capitol. When people, like, knocked trash cans over there. There was tons of people cleaning up. You know, uh, somebody died that day, which was very unfortunate. They got shot. Um, by Secret Service, uh, and that Secret Service guy is not held accountable. Well, that well, unfortunately, that's that's the part, that's the sad part. And then after that, uh, you know, the Patriot movement in America kind of split up a lot more, and people people who thought that they were, you know, these divine uh, patriots, they tucked their tail between their legs and ran away. And then you have people like us that are still left on a preaching the good word and we don't hate our counterparts at all. I don't hate anyone that I don't hate people because of politics, but you know, if your ideology is, uh, is, uh, imposing on mine or it's outlandish, something that I believe is just not right, then I will speak on it. So, so yeah. I'm sure everybody here feels the same way, especially Mike. Yeah, I agree. So, um, a guy from Canada, I can't, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, a guy I agree. from Canada. You know, I want to basically uh, get our guesses here, uh, Arius, his opinion. Yeah. What is the difference between the uh, – sorry, I'm getting some echoes here. I, I might be coming from his disturbance here in Canada because he – Yeah, I'm getting the echo too. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, we can, we can hear you loud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I like to get the differences with, uh, you know, between American politics and Canadian politics. Like, how, how is there is there similarities? I was told that you guys don't don't have any or share any of our principles here. I, I like to look at the country that I come from versus yours to be more like the politics here are covert, where in like your country, it's very overt. Like it's everything's sort of out in the open. And it, I was speaking with Jimmy earlier, kind of like, um, you know, it, it's, and I, I'm not trying to say anything negative about your politics per se, but it's like entertainment in a way. And even over here in Canada, like we get more American politics and more news on American politics than our own Canadian politics. And that could be the reason why it's so covert. A lot of our political um, mishaps, let's say, or even just things going on in the news tend to go under the radar because we're swarmed with American politics and stuff that's going on in your country or any other country for that matter um, uh, over here. I have a question. If I could, I have a question. Yes. 
how do you, how did you feel about so you guys had the trucking convoy right, right? Which, was, which was the ultimate peaceful protest it really was just truckers blocking stuff and kind of causing chaos right so yeah. how, do, how do you feel the fact that the government uh, kind of labeled them as terrorists and went after their bank accounts? What let's let's reverse that before I get into that because I had a lot of I, I was listening to you Jimmy speak and I, I love everything you guys are saying but I think I had a loads of, uh, loads of questions for you as well. But what what constitutes a peaceful protest? Is it is it still peaceful when we're inconveniencing inconveniencing other people? You know what I mean? Like what is peaceful to us uh, on this panel here? Or what would you say is inconvenience and an inconvenience can happen even between a conversation, right? right? Mm-hmm. That's the risk you take in a conversation. I think Jordan Peterson kind of nailed that. Uh, and he's yeah. Canadian, right? So he's yeah, a good yeah, guy. Yeah. So he kind of nailed that, right? When you have a conversation, you're at risk of inconveniencing or um, hurting someone's feelings, right? So when I say peaceful protest, okay, protests throughout history ended with violence, physical violence. A peaceful it's, protest. It's still, it's still ending in violence. Well, even in 2022, a lot of our, a lot of protests are still ending violently. Right? Well, so what is, what is peaceful versus non-peaceful protests, and how do we, you know, what, like, what is? I don't know. I don't know if there is such thing as peaceful protests, and I feel like, I feel like it's synonymous with, with. Uh, like protesting is synonymous with violence nowadays. Well, I think I, 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 I think that when we talk about protesting, right, a peaceful protest is something where, in my opinion, in my opinion, right, where if there was a truck, if there was a trucking convoy and they said we're going to make uh, tactical type of stops, right, to disrupt traffic and disrupt service, right, I wouldn't call that. Um, a violent protest, right? Right now, if violence occurs out of it. That's that's the end of that's that's the counter op, you know counter opposition. Now, uh, a non peaceful protest would be like Minneapolis uh, during the BLM riots when they purposely went out. Even if even if there was provocateurs, let's just say even if there was right. Um, when you have groups of individuals burning buildings down, beating people up, and stuff like that, and don't get me wrong, and, and we can say that there was there was some violence on January sixth too. But if you compare both of those protests, okay, there was less violence at one, a little bit more, um, or a lot at more. And the way that it gets reported on by our media is kind of our biggest thing. So when we say overt and, co- and covert. The reason why we want to keep it over here is because if you keep everything out in the open, then it makes it harder for them to try to conceal things. We don't we don't want politics to be behind closed doors. When we vote representatives in, they should not be making decisions behind closed doors unless it's I know we use the, the excuse national security, but unfortunately, um, when they're making certain financial decisions and whatnot and kind of going around. And that's for anyone. Anyone that sat, sits in a seat, I have that problem. And I've had problems with, with I've had problems with Trump sitting in his seat too. So I, I wouldn't want to get I don't want to get this show confused or myself confused with like a MAGA guy, right? You know, I like Trump, I voted for him, but you guys, know, guys, it's this is really good stuff. Uh, hold the phone here. Hold the phone. Coming in here from the Twitch 
streamer joining us live on Twitch saying that January 6th is bigger than Watergate. Check this out. This is cool. <laughs> What's your comments on that, guys? If it's if it's bigger than Watergate, I mean, I would say I would say it's bigger than Watergate to a degree. Um, Watergate was, uh, you know, like a it was a big cover up, but. I mean, what's going on now with the, the January sixth with the January sixth committee? Um, I mean, it's really it's really kind of crazy the lengths that you know this administration will go to try to block this guy from running for president again. It's kind of crazy. I mean, Russian collusion, impeachment, uh, now with the January sixth committee. Um, so it's it's really just you know. Um, to, to uh, how do you say your name again? I just want to make sure. Aries. 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 Yeah. Like Aris. Yeah. So I think it's Aries's point, right? It's uh, it's become a, a spectacle, you know, uh, with a lot of different things. So again, I don't necessarily believe that that Trump wasn't a politician, so his kind of raunchiness and craziness was always. It was accepted, and it was accepted before he became president. So, so the fact that we're sitting here surprised that he acted that way as president doesn't really shock me because he was that way before. So, but but when someone when someone says January six was or is bigger, quote unquote, than Watergate, we like I'm I'm big on words, you know, and how we use words. Sure. So when someone says bigger, what? Are we saying it's bigger because we're seeing it on like a massive level? Like social media plays a huge part in how we consume our politics and the news now. Watergate, like we weren't even, we weren't exposed to it as much as anything that happens in the news nowadays because everything that does this, like you were saying, Jimmy, it's, everything's like a spectacle now. Because we see everything, where we have access to everything in the palm of our hands, on such a broader scale worldwide, you know, people are commenting on every every little topic that's happening in the world, and everyone has an opinion to share. So we're exposed to it so much. So when that individual says bigger, it's like anything that happens is big, you know. Any any cover up, any riot is big, but. How we're indulging, how we're indulging in it, or being exposed to it, we have to really pick how we're using the word "big," you know, to sort of find that incident or that, that situation. It's well, all, all of this stuff is big, you know. Trump coming back so might come back, like that's a big deal, you know what I mean? The the Clinton scandal and and with Lewinsky, that was big. Only, only God knows how it would have been with social media during that Lewinsky phase, you know? Like, yeah. Let me ask you a question, Aris. If we gave you a proxy vote from Canada, would you vote for Trump? Oh, it was tremendous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where did Jimmy go? I need Jimmy to answer this. I need him on screen so I can answer him. <laughs> Mike, where did he go? Mike, you there? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's coming. He's coming. Mike, Mike, let's give him a proxy vote from Canada, and okay. and and 
and anyone who wants to vote from Canada, proxy vote, if they vote Trump, and then let's see if we can just get them open. We'll just give them, like, their ID. They just, they don't even have to stop. They could friggin' wave the ID out the window and drive right through. You know, Jimmy, but Jimmy, you said here, earlier when yeah. you speaking. Oh, go, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. So here's Mike. why, okay, so yeah, here's yeah. why this is, here's no, why this is, always, oh, sorry. I'm going to be in and out of this stream, you know, so uh, I'm trying to give everybody the respected floor here. Uh, a lot of us are crossing over ourselves. Uh, you know, please, uh, you know, I want everybody to get their floor, but, you know, I, I also want to be, uh, say that, you know, with all this crap going on, okay, it, it, it's a heated topic. Me and Sauce got into this last night. It's a heated topic, <laughs> okay? Uh, thank you very much, Jimmy. I'm going to try to take the uh, take the show, but uh, here's the thing, guys. Uh, not only am I my own host, but I'm acting as my own producer because Eric is uh, literally – uh, in cahoots with something going on here. Not, but, uh, you know, here's the thing, okay? What we're seeing right now is literally uh, uh, its point. It really is. We have a president right now in the mm-hmm. Oval Office that doesn't know for the next has to review cards, has to ask people if it's okay to, uh, to to take a shit or a piss. I mean, literally, the man is lost of words. Who is running the show? Who is running the show? Literally, you have every president, prime minister, king and queen of this world literally laughing at the United States of America. It's a joke. The prime minister, what was it, just last week, Two weeks ago, okay, was laughing. The prime minister, Justin Trudeau, right, was laughing at Joe Biden, saying this was their choice. This is the better choice than Donald Trump. Are you kidding me? What's your thoughts on that, brother? Listen, we all know Joe Biden's been old since he was old. So I, I, the people chose him, right? They, they wanted to get I didn't Trump. choose him. I didn't choose him. Someone I, chose him. Someone chose him. You mean but, Obama? You mean the Obama and the deep state? China, you know who chose him? It was China and Germany and Italy. They all chose him. Because if you look at the results, no one, I'm sorry, he didn't get 80 million votes. If, it's like I, dead people chose for him. That's who probably both voted for him. I mean, what incompetent buffoon would vote for that idiot and moron? I'm well, sorry, I'm fired up. No, this is great. This is great. Jimmy said earlier that, like, and teach me, right? Because you guys know better than I do uh, because you're over there. Uh, Jimmy was saying that under the, the, the past four years with Trump, like, it, politics in America was really great. So I, wa- I didn't get a chance to ask him, but I wanted to ask if he meant economically or did he mean just overall? Like, what was the... Like the the four years were great under Trump's administration because why? Well, I think you know I think under his four years there was a show of force and people didn't really know how to read the guy. So uh, all of like most nations around the world were playing uh, playing good with each other. You know, um, economically we were doing fine. I mean, obviously towards the end of his term with COVID, 
uh, and then Biden coming in, um, that really kind of fucked this up. Um, you know, but I mean, as far as like politics for the people, um, that's when sides, the sand and the, you know, the, the line in the sand was drawn and yeah. people really started. So it's not just Trump, though. I think a lot of people think that uh, or just kind of coming into the scene, watching American politics that, you know, it, and the news always shows the worst of everybody. Right. If they show the left, they show some fucking, you know, no offense to them. But they'll show like a green haired, like maybe trans man or whatever it is. And he's yeah. just like foaming out of the mouth. And then they show some redneck guy with a shirt cut off, like mega country going insane. So they kind of portray both sides as just fucking being absolutely insane. But a lot of it started, right, the Patriot movement started towards the end of the Obama administration. Well, no, towards the second term of the Obama administration. Uh, A lot of people started seeing just some kind of uh, a weird, like, paradigm, like a weird shift, right, Um, that there was a lot of things not sitting well. Um, You had, like, Benghazi and a lot of other different things like that, but... um, Again, when we talk about Obama, I think he was a very articulate man, and it was easy for you to kind of like him. And a lot, I know a lot of guys right now in the Patriot movement that were like, I voted for him the first time around because I believed in hope. Um, you know, we went through a recession with him, and we also actually even went through a pandemic, H1N1, uh, swine flu. So yep. the problem. But here's my question, Jimmy. Here's my question, all right? Sure. Yeah, here's my question, if I may, okay? If, if I may cut into my own show here, okay, guys? If I may, okay? <laughs> here's my question. We're all talking about, like, literally, like, what is wrong with our policy, our principles today? Uh, this, this gentleman just on Twitch said that January 6th is possibly bigger than Watergate. Okay, bigger than Watergate. Let me say one thing. You want to know my response? Are you fucking kidding me? Seriously, kidding me. (laughs) These are a bunch of idiots that went up to Washington. Okay, they're idiots. Don't don't get me wrong. Sauce, if you could agree, they're idiots. Okay, they're a bunch of idiots that, you know, that that wanted to voice out their opinions, their thoughts, their feelings were hurt, that their voice probably wasn't heard. They were idiots for going into a federal building. That I agree with. Come on, guys. You you want to protest? Go out in front of uh, Pennsylvania Avenue, in front of the, uh, the the White House. Protest. Get your voice out. Get your message out. Do it that way. Don't break into a federal building. Are you a simple-minded moron? I mean, come on. Well, the bigger well, the bigger question is that people were invited in, though. That's a bigger question. It was an inside yeah. job. You know, people were let in. There were FBI operatives that were in, let in. And now you're having a whole bunch of circus people showing up and just making a, a, a rear end of themselves. You know, and you, but one thing that a lot of people are not understanding and not really knowing is like we talked about last night, where the Republican Party is really getting deteriorated. And this is one way of attacking one political party to uh, non extinction, to attack them. And that's why they're getting enough people and they're slinging them through the mud so they have enough evidence to put President Trump on trial so they can invoke the martial law if they do come in support of President Trump. 
this is this is not just going after one party. This is not going after President Trump. This is going after the Republican Party and after the new movement, the populist Republican Party. That's what's going after. That's why you have the establishment protecting themselves and protecting everybody else. That's what the big thing is, and that's why it's bigger than Watergate. Am I right, Michael, or what? We talked about this last night. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't mean to yeah, be we, offensive. Uh, we, 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 no, no, you're good. Um, uh, I think we have, uh, uh, cross our, our issues here. Can you guys hear me at all? Uh, I get a lot of disturbance here. I'm definitely, definitely get answered here on, uh, on, uh, Facebook here, but, but uh, it's, it is what it is. Could, do you guys you, hear me? Are you feeling disturbed? Are you feeling disturbed right now? Do you need a Mike's Hard Lemonade? <laughs> yeah, I, I need something. I need oh, something. Guess uh, who okay. just commented? Tommy Nation. Oh, my goodness. Welcome yeah. to the party. We're going to bring him in right now. I'm going to get off. <laughs> Oh. What happened to Aris? Yeah, what? Dude, what is up? <laughs> What's up, What's dude? up, bro? Am I on? Are you yeah. hearing? You are Am on. I? I hear you. Yeah. Oh, hey. What's up? Sorry, things, guys. It's fucking hot in Texas, and um, lots of things, but um. Sorry, I missed. Uh, I, I got. I'm on color people time as well as Texas time. So, uh, but I, could, I had to come by and make sure that you guys were making sure that everything you hate is radical leftists. So, yeah, other than yeah, that, we, we still we still don't we still don't believe in your ideology, but we respect you as a person. Same. <laughs> so, Harris, his uh, his he's on the other side of the political spectrum, and he's been on. Mike has had him on his show and. My, and uh, Mike's been on his show as well, so uh, it's always good. Like I said, we try to get, a, we want to get a roundtable because we want to be able to get back to those politics where where people can sit down and not agree with each other, but still understand that we're in the same. It's it's like that analogy, right? If you're on a plane and you don't like the captain, do you want him to do you want him to crash the plane because you don't like him? So we right. need to get back to, um, you know. Bipartisanism. I can't ever say that word that fast, but we need to get back to being able to, uh, you know, agree with each other on certain things. Still coexist. Still, yeah. But that coexist scene is over, though. That's a problem. That coexist scene is over. Say that again. That coexist scene. Who, and that, who, who caused that? But who caused that? Who caused is it, that? Is it? It's the Obama administration. Yeah. They're the ones that caused the, the no, division. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't give that type of power to an administration. It's people. It's people who stop that. It's not, it it's, has nothing, I don't think it's a political thing. It's a people thing. But it is a political thing, thing though. It's, it's a, a millennial thing. It's a millennial thing. Yeah, but who is a millennial though? It's your Democratic Party that causes big division. It's your Democratic Party, your J- Linda B. Johnson Democrats that are, are now creeping in. Who are Democrats? Those are the millennials. People, human beings. And we, we give so much people power to human beings. They, they run us, they govern us and our existence and our ideologies and the way that we think and debate. And 
going to what you're saying, like we're not a we can't coexist anymore with opposing views, and that's sad, right? But who's really controlling that? It's people. It's people and with these titles over their heads. And it's like a peaceful protest to me is like this, is like us four individuals, five individuals that have opposing views that could still walk on, walk the same walk and, and, and like survive this whole conversation and come out feeling like, hey, I just made a friend even though we don't think alike or agree on the same things. You know what I mean? Like that to me is a peaceful protest. Well, but at the, but on the but the flip side of it though is that yeah. we have on the flip side you go for instance I wrote an op-ed in the paper okay yeah. recently all right we had people going and then what happened a week later somebody wrote like a horrendous nasty article towards my paper and there yeah. was my next door neighbor see we can't get along anymore and I, I it's got to <laughs> be different it's got to be different from Canada because like in this day and age it's so hard to get along with your next door neighbor that thinks differently from you. But I might get along with Tommy Nation because he's a good friend. Well, we could be good friends. I don't know. What do you think, Tommy? Do you think we could be buddies? But we can't. Oh, okay, I'm back. Uh, I don't expect my spec producers. I mean, I could be buddies with anybody who, um, you know. It's a very interesting thing because I live in Texas. Tommy? So, so I'm, I, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. What happened? Uh, I'm not sure. Can you hear me now, though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, yes. it's very interesting because I live in Texas, so I'm not afraid of the right wing in any way. Uh, their views, while they some of sometimes, you know, y'all say some horrible shit right to my face. I can count on you guys. <laughs> I, can count, I, I can count on you more than being an insidious liars who say they're for Black Lives Matter and say they're for all these things. They turn around and do a surveillance state right in back. But Tommy. So at, hey, least Tom, at least you're being I mean, you're honest people. So what's up? Yeah, Tommy, let, let me say <laughs> yeah, what's up? Let me let me add here. Okay. This uh, this is extremely hard. I never done a a five team here as I'm taking I'm you sure. to uh camera and put numbers on camera. Okay, yeah, but bear with me. This is the very first for our show. <laughs> let's do a five at the so, same time. We yeah, broke a glass ceiling, five. guys. We I, broke a glass ceiling. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. So, so basically, we, here, here is my, here's my analysis. Here's my, my analysis, all right? Uh, why what's about Black Lives Matter? Tommy brings up a good question, okay? Talking about the summer riots of 20. Why is it not an issue? How come we're not allowed to talk about that? But this January 6th is bigger than destruction, mayhem, and literally chaos that the Black Lives Matter created in 2020. It's gonna be it's gonna be January it's gonna be January 6th, part nine. I swear to God, bro. Like it's good. It's like a Jaws movie. This fucking Democratic Party. But uh, I will refute the fact that I, I completely agree with you. It's funny because I completely agree with you, Michael, but on the other hand, open the other eye and you see all these investigations that happen during George W. Bush. And then you have Liz Cheney, who just wants her party back. She really just wants Trump to leave for Liz Halliburton. Liz Cheney is not part of the Republican Party, though. She's part of the old rhino establishment. So, that's a Democrat. Of course, you guys say that because you want to separate yourselves from the establishment Republicans who have owned this party owned since this the party. beginning. So, so I know you guys don't want to realize that uh, these two parties have usurped the reins of government, like George Washington said car for themselves so they are very engines that which brought them just a opinion i know you don't want to think it's a prophecy that's been fulfilled i know you don't want to to realize that these two parties their first compromise was free states or slave states i know you guys don't want to remember history 
And I know you want to focus on the Republicans being rhinos. All they're the, no. But in reality, these two parties ha- are evil, and they should have been gone a long time ago. And that's the reason. It's not just question. the Democrats. So I, I mean, it's question. clear as day. And the, w- once you guys realize that, we're going to all be better off. But go ahead. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry, is, there, is your name Tommy? It's I'm Tommy sorry, we or Thomas. It's not Tom, because that's my dad. But go ahead. Nice to meet you, Thomas. And, and thank you what's for your, your perspective. Is, my, what's, I'm what's Eric. Your name? I'm Eric. 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 I was agreeing a lot with you, though. Pardon me. A lot with you. I was agreeing a lot with you earlier, though, about uh, and, and same, people, same, same. People, because it is people. It's people voting for Democrats and Republicans. That's what we're doing. We're complicit in uh, our our tyranny. It's gross. I I agree with a lot of the things that all of you are saying, and I'm glad that we're able to have this discussion. But I have a quick question, and please excuse the ignorance. Please excuse the ignorance. You guys are not asking. When you said the BLM riots, you're not referring. Do you know why the BLM riots occurred? Like, are, are we forgetting why they occurred? Please tell me. I'd love to understand. Please. No, you remember. You remember. Yours, sir. I, I remember I, there was a sacrifice. There was a thank you for your sacrifice, George Floyd. I shouldn't have to. He sacrificed his life for Nancy Pelosi. He sacrificed his life for Nancy Pelosi. So how can we? How can we even compare the two? Mind you, January 6th, didn't a few people pass? Didn't a few people die because of those riots? Ashley Babbitt. In January 6th? Right? Babbitt? Yes. People died on January 6th. Uh, Listen, my my viewpoint on that is there has to be... My my thing is, if you're gonna... And it's only my thing, but again, I'm not a person of color, so my my opinion will be biased... (laughs) So, you know, I give that disclaimer because uh, of certain things, but yeah, unfortunately, yeah. you know, uh, do I think that the, do I think that the cop should have kneeled on his neck that long? Absolutely not. Um, do I think that that was a perfect person to be a martyr? Hell no. He was a fucking career criminal. And I know what we're going to say is we're going to say, well, all right, well, his his past doesn't validate the his murder, which I which I agree with. My thing is, if we were going to pick anybody, shit, you could have picked the guy in Staten Island that got fucking choked out by the cops and killed for selling selling cigarettes. You know that, I, and I'm not just saying that because I'm from the New York area. But if we were going to fucking, if we were going to, if people were going to do uh, hit their boiling point, you should have hit it there. That guy was a grandfather. That's a good point. Selling cigarettes, but no, we picked the guy who was fucking high out of his mind. Mm-hmm. The Democrats, the Democrats, fighting, picked him. Fighting, just like they picked Joe Biden. No, no, yeah, of course, he was fighting with the cops. I'm saying there was other people that I would have, I would have rather, you know, uh, I've seen to rally behind. Um, and and our, okay, let's just say we we have a riot from this, right? And we have it. I don't think that I'm not saying I don't understand the frustration of the people that were there that day. I'm not. I'm not. It's been it's been proven throughout American history that uh, most most big riots were were started after uh, a racial tension or or a racial type of discrimination. The Newark riots. No, 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 no. The loss of a life, the murder, a murder. (laughs) Let's just say a murder. Yeah, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold the phone today. Okay, let me say one thing. (laughs) Yeah, let me say one thing. Let me say one thing, okay? Let's hold the phone. Let's cut the – let's go out for coffee and uh, cupcakes. Listen, here's the thing. You're talking about a life that was lost to a radicalized 
police officer that should have never worn a damn shield to begin with, okay? I understand that there's some bad eggs in the damn police force, okay? Whatever the tension was, I listen, it went, it went to a level that it should have gone to. But listen, are we going to make a political label out of what happened with George Floyd? Floyd no, wasn't no. a Prince Charming, no. folks. George Floyd had a lot of criminal activity. Remove, Let's set the no, remove remove who who he was. Remove the political Floyd aspect of it. Was a criminal. Well, Mike, but that's that's irrelevant to the life that was that that was taken away from this planet. Forget remove a person's past or their who they are as a person. Remove their political any political aspects to the situation. At the end of the day, the whole world witnessed a murder. In a, in a place, North America, like America, we don't see things like that. There are murders happening just like that overseas in places that aren't shown to us ever. But we got exposed to something so blatant in a, in a place where we're supposed to feel safe, right? We're in America. We're in North America. Things like that are not supposed to happen, but the whole world got exposed to it. So, of course, the whole world is going to be enraged. I, I, don't, I don't think it's the, listen... Like I said, I don't think we're. I don't want to debate the fact that the guy was killed or not killed. He was killed, and I'm, I'm and I'm not saying that his his but death. But that should be it. Violent. That should be it. Well, no, I'm not saying it. Well, no, because there's a bigger there's a bigger picture with it, right? I'm not even going to say, uh, you know, what what I'm saying is, it's the repercussions of those two events. So we're 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 comparing them because unfortunately the part the the. The group of people being discriminated are the people that were in Washington, D.C., opposed to groups that were in Minneapolis. I'm talking about the way it was reported on. I'm talking about I'm not talking. George Floyd was killed. We know it. The police, they 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 uh, they're in jail. Right. They were tried, arrested. They're in jail. OK. Um, should they should they have gotten more time, less time? Um I have no idea. I wasn't I'm not the judge and the jury on that one, but. You know, do I think that they should have gotten like 15 years? No, I think they should have gotten uh, life or or an, a very lengthy uh, prison sentence. I'm told we're we're discuss we're. We all agree. I think we all agree then, don't we? Well, we yeah, listen, you just said I think exactly that, what I thought. Yeah, so, we all agree. I, though, we I, all agree, I, I guys. Details are different. Guys, no, guys, hold, I, hold, the thought, this, hold the thought. Hold the thought. Hold the We're saying. going on an hour here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah one second. We're going on an hour here, guys. I gotta get a break in here. Uh, I need a. I need a break. right back after these words, guys. Don't go in. Don't touch the phone. All right, we we, we gotta get. Are ripping up here. You're around the Hulu Motel, and you start to realize everybody's into something. There are those whose theories have theories. It's obviously the cat guy. It's always the cat. Others live to chase the thrill. But no matter what you're into, Hulu has it all. No questions asked. Because, hey, who am I to judge? Huzzah. All right, guys, we're back here. I'm not sure what happened with Sauce. I think Sauce here. Uh, we're trying to see what happened with Sauce. Sauce. A very country area. Uh, I vouch for Sauce. Uh, we have issues with uh, and that 
We see uh, uh, Tommy Nation. Your room is a mess, buddy. You got to clean it up. But the way, guys, um, <laughs> it is. You're killing me. You're killing me. You guys, I love you guys. Man. <laughs> but but here's the thing, guys. This, uh, but here's we can't do comparative suffering. We can't do comparative suffering. I want to. What I'm just trying to get. We got to stop comparing. I want to get into another topic here. I want to, yeah, I want to get into this topic of that sauce and I had discussed uh, just last night, guys, check this clip about, I'm going to plug this clip in of me and sauce. No, I was going to say that, you know, I I agree with you. You you know, you also have to look at the, uh, at the people that, uh, that created all this, you know, like, like you said, a lot of people knew that this was going to come, you know, they were looking for something, they were looking for something, they were looking for something, sorry guys, I sound like a broken record, but you know, it's true, they were looking for something strong sauce, something that's going to hold, something that they, that that they know that there's going to be a strong link in the chain that's not going to break, this January 6th, like I said, it was a setup. It was a coup. It was all staged out by the radical left. They knew that they could do something. You know, you know how easy it is to manipulate people. Say, hey, listen, you know, this is what needs to be done. We're going to pay you. And uh, this is how it's going to go down. These yep. people that were in the Capitol on January 6th, What's your thoughts on left. that, Tommy? <laughs> I just love how you the guys radical call left. Yeah, radical yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're going to do. Radical hear. left. I think I liked oh. it better when Trump was president. They are the radical. I think I liked it better when Trump was president. Y'all were uh, focused on the deep state because they were the real people. They didn't people. say anything, right? <laughs> they, they really, they were the, they're the real people that were involved in this whole January 6th thing, not the radical left. Radicals, we want equality opportunity. We want people to have a living wage. All the things that Joe Biden's... Uh, Taken care of with the Senate parliamentarian. Let me tell you something. I'm like I'm not even focused on y'all's nonsense about the radical left because it's I'm, I'm focused on fighting Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the most neocon president that literally nonsense. Took, he took he took because it's nonsense. He, he, we're focused on the minimum wage. We're focused on a Green New Deal. We're not focused on your yeah. stupid January 6th. Look on the panel. Are there any progressives on your panel? No. There's Liz Cheney. I'm a constitutionalist. It's, it's nonsense because there's look at your commission panel. You're the old Tommy. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the 9/11 commission or the January 6th commission. Who's the radical left on that commission? You said they want to get everybody. They want to get everything. Oh, so we're, we're focused on trying to get everybody a minimum wage increase. We're focused on trying to get everybody uh, health care. We're not focused on your goddamn stupid party p- politics. So but, I think that's ridiculous. But, 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 extreme, but Trump knew that. But Trump knew it. But Trump knew that. So I, I need him to tell you. But go ahead. Trump knows it too. But, he okay. talks about the deep state but, all the time. He talks about the deep state all the time. Peter, Peter Stroke, Lisa Page. We're not going to let this happen, right? Caught on the phone. Evidence, guys. Remember evidence? Remember Peter Stroke and Lisa Page? Remember Brennan giving you a steel dossier? So you want to talk about the radical leftists doing this? When in your face, the CIA and the FBI said to your face, we're going to lie on you but you're going to blame the radical left. Okay, whatever. But, but here's a here's a big picture that you're not getting. It's the radical left that is over okay. that 
squad. It's like AOC. It's like Nancy Pelosi. They have the bigger voice. They're right. Oh, yeah. Still radical left. Radical leftists. We love the stock market. We love doing insider trading. Yeah. Because that gives people minimum wage. You can thank AOC. But you have. But look at the biggest voice. Look at like you look at uh, the Black Lives Matter. You look at. Why aren't they just saying, okay, why? Look at Benny Thompson, the chair of the January 6th Commission. He's like, okay, off the wagon. You know, he's up on the deep end of uh, far left as you can get, and he's more of our constitution so so and incriminating. Huh? I'm not letting you guys get away with this dumb shit anymore. Sorry. Not it's high. just dumb, guys. Stop smearing us. Stop smearing the left. Stop smearing us with corporate bullshit. Uh, Walmart. It's Stop spearing us, guys. Stop. But the time, left time we got a phone call when he went on break and they said, turn it up. America. I'm just tired. Guys, I want to work with you. The kind of good. And I'm tired of y'all spearing. I'm not going to call you. Even though Joe is a neocon, I'm not going to call him a, a right winger. I was joking with Mike about calling him a right winger. Tommy, you want to work with us? Are, are, are you a fucking counselor or something? Are you a freaking, uh, you oh, know, somebody that goes to unum, bro. You know, a, unum. A pluribus pluribus unum, I want to work with you. E, I want to work e with pluribus you. Unum. Yes. E pluribus unum. Are you? Together out of one many. Out of many one, guys. Oh, That's what I we need to do. You're sparing the I left. That's helping. We're not, you're helping. You are helping. You are helping your enemies. Just so you know. Well, I feel strongly about this, and uh, I want to let you know. I want to articulate to you. You are complicit in the propaganda where you smear the other side of the country. So stop. When when we talk about radical right, radical left, uh, I mean, I don't talk about radical right, radical left in the means of politicians. I don't trust politicians in, in the first place. So I've never had, like, a favorite politician. So, you know, there's people I vote for, people that I'll, I'll rally behind somewhat, but I don't fully trust a politician. When I, when I talk about radical left, radical right, I'm talking about ideologies of the people more so than politicians. Politicians are politicians. Politicians, when they sit down in the room, they are, uh, in my opinion, they're going to do whatever they, can to, whatever they can to keep their job. So they don't like too much of a rift to a certain degree. Right. And Soslin, uh, Soslin experienced that recently when somebody he was uh, running uh, with a politician and they said, well, you're not the right guy for the team because your viewpoints are too whatever. And they only care. You know, the guy only cared about his image. But what I mean is, you know, when I'm talking about radical, when we say radical right, I think we don't need to define what a radical right person is. You know who that person is. He's a fucking Nazi, a skinhead. A, 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 an open racist, typically, or a fucking wacko conservative. And I'm not trying to bash conservatives, but a wacko one, right? One that's like really Bible belter, uh, and he's really pressed on using using Jesus to uh, to kill everyone, you know. Um, but then when we talk about the radical left, I'm again, I'm referring to the people. Radical left to me is um, is the very very radicalized side of the LGBT. BTQ plus community, right? I don't have it. I have gay friends. I the have alphabet no people. With, yeah. With, I have no problem with anyone for their sexuality, but I do have a problem with, uh, you know, teachers fucking, you know, fly, uh, you know, waving a fucking Antifa flag inside their schoolroom or wanting to talk about uh, certain uh, sexuality with the kids. Not saying that people don't learn about that eventually. I'm all for it. At, at eighth grade, if you want to start talking about 
sexuality, that's kind of where we started talking about it. I get it. Talk about it when the kids are experiencing those hormones and have those questions. A four-year-old, a five-year-old doesn't have questions about certain sexual things other than maybe where does a baby come from? So when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about, you know, these so, but can we talk about it like it's like because uh, left we leftists have a it's a de- de- definition. If you look at the dictionary, that's there's actual definition with 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 a meaning and and words. Can we make words mean things again? The just calling each other. To left can be labeled very different. So a leftist. Well, what's the definition? Has, what's the definition? So I feel like you were going to ask me that. So I brought my dictionary here. <laughs> so a leftist we're just is someone start calling who, him Tommy. A leftist. A leftist is someone who we agrees with left-wing Tommy ideology. Okay, so I remember that black guy Webster. I don't know how I feel about that. Webster. Okay, so left-wing ideology is equality of opportunity, a hand down, and seizing the means uh, and distributing it to the community as a whole. So that's, that has nothing to do with grooming your LGBT. or It has nothing to do with all any of these things. These are actual specific things that left-wing people believe in, Jimmy. We believe well, in equality of opportunity. Yeah, and we believe a, in a, making sure the well, Constitution... Huh? Why do you have to be? Why do you have to be a left wing to to believe in that? No, because right, because right, because right wingers have a different. We have they have a different focus. Y'all have a different focus. It's very right. good. It's very important. right, right, right. Y'all, y'all focus on, so, on hold on, hold on, institutions, maintaining institutions, and hold on. What? Listen. Okay, go ahead. Let Sauce has the floor. <laughs> sauce is very, very uh, uh, silent here on all this. Sauce, he's fucking Please. sweating over there. You can talk. He's probably never seen a dictionary, but go ahead, Sauce. Is Sauce there? I think Sauce is for the moment here. But anyway. <laughs> but I agree, I agree Guys, with the things that... I want to like, enjoy this here. Uh, here's... Let's plug this in. Yeah, Sauce went away. He's trapped in a fucking uh, alien spaceship. Superman, Superman 2. Uh, I, I want to plug this in. I think Tommy's... Yeah, I think time to get a kick out of this, guys. Check this out. I, I really enjoyed this. The parody of the week. Lucky Biden. Awesome, the fucking stream here, I tell you. If you fucking, what the hell? This is a story about President Biden, who maybe, who maybe didn't win. This is a story about President Biden, who maybe, who maybe didn't win 8 million more votes than Obama. But we'll never know. In the basement, he wakes up. Hunter Biden's at the door. Time for press conference. The media, FBI and CIA. They don't isn't he the key he won his campaign super Tuesday and they say it's unlucky the old man he's a washed up Dixie cried from Delaware and he promised nothing but fundamentally change and he is so fucking insane lost in the Dream. And Jill Biden tries to read his lines But he keeps on mumbling Saying racist statements Cutting laptops 
from the New York Times. They go, Hey, Tommy, I think you need a fucking Oscar for that there, buddy. Thanks, man. I love Britney Spears, <laughs> and that it's true. It's all true. <laughs> well, I think back to what you were saying. I think back so, to what uh, you were saying, though. Man, I'm just tired of everybody. Just I, I, Like I said, Mustard with this guy, he is yours from now on. I'm tired of Joe Biden. Get him out of here. I, you can have him from now on. I want I wanted Bernie Sanders. He cheated Bernie Sanders, and um, that's why that's what really makes me mad about y'all calling the radical leftists out. But did you like, vote for like, him? Like no, I would never. Then would you're never not black, like you said. I know. <laughs> 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 look, blue, look fat. You're from Iowa. Do some push-ups. <laughs> I hate this guy so much, bro. I hate him so much. But anyway, like everything he is a douche. He's just a giant douchebag who just yeah. tell. The selfish, greedy corporatist. And to be like penned in with him as a leftist is just like, ugh, gross. So that's what, like, that's why I kind of take it more personal, guys, when you talk about the left and Joe Biden. It's like, me? No. It's, I am not a white, pay, I'm not a pasty ass douche who's fucking giving money to the military industrial complex and then leaving our equipment in Afghanistan. I'm not that guy. Not, I'm not me fat. It's Hunter. Well, let's, let's also talk about the fact that he's giving away, you know, our oil reserves to China. What was up with that? Yeah. Yes, bro. Oh, wow. I showed Michael that, that uh, the Reuters. I mean, this is the final slap. This is the insult. This is the straw that broke the camel's back, bro. This guy is a tra- – what, what else is it but treason? When your entire constituency well, is literally paying more yeah. for gas, three times more for gas, and you give, you're giving money to China, and China's literally taxing us for car parts. You know that, Jimmy? Those chips well, that they make in your cars? They, they rose their I, prices I, on those. Of course, but I, I do see a I do see a good thing, right? So I do see that you know obviously ra- radicalization happened a, a lot more in the Trump's era, right? But I also see the fact that now with the Biden administration, that there's a lot of people, a lot of Democrats are starting to be like, "Whoa, this fucking guy's a fucking moron." It's getting even worse. So I think that hopefully <laughs> when we get closer to 2024, it's going to bring us back to the table where more people are more, you know, willing to have these discussions where they're like, Hey, listen, all right. You didn't like, you didn't like the, you didn't like the orange man. Right. But you didn't like the old incoherent man either. So where do we, where do we, we draw the line now? You know, where do we make those agreements? Cause listen, I, like I said, next I, up I, is a woman. I, next up well, is a woman. That's next. Well, woman, well, a woman's coming as in. As long as it's not Hillary, bro. As long as it's not the Clinton crime fam. Yeah. We'll be all right. Yeah. yeah but, he's right. I, he's right. We'll, you know, we'll be, at, we'll be at war Gabbard. once a month, though. Why is that? <laughs> Think about it. Oh, wow. Okay, that was a woman joke. Got it. <laughs> You're Tulsa hilarious. Gabbard, spot on, spot on, spot on. Let me just put that name out. I know y'all kind of like her, okay? Consider her, okay? But, she but you know what? You, you know what, though, man? The way that the media portrays shit, though, it's kind of—it's really just fucked. I mean, it is one-sided. Like, let's 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 admit that. Like, anything under the Trump administration, man, they had a fucking camera up the guy's ass. You know what I mean? Anything that he—if he fucking farted, it was like big news. And when it comes to Biden, 
Yeah, go ahead. Wait, isn't that every? Isn't that every president though? No, man. There's no, there's why is Hunter no, Biden is smoking crack. Name a president. Name a president that hasn't gone under any scrutiny, any type of like Biden. drama. His son's fucking. His son is smoking crack rocks by the dozen wow. and banging hookers. And, and they don't talk about oh it. All the guy's fucking jerking off and He's jerking off and pointing guns at the at, at at a screen, and nobody's caught. Like the news doesn't say like, oh, well, the president's son is just fucking banging rocks again and hookers. I'm not. I and, and everybody wants to get into the well. He's with he's doing stuff with children. I'm not even talking about that. Let's not even go into that because there's nothing seen. But the fact that the news is not reporting on the Crazy. fact that our president's son has tons of fucking videos out there smoking crack rocks. But if you guys not. Did you guys not so get the news report, the news uh, yeah. update about our mayor smoking crack, Mayor Ford? Oh no, we Did know about that? that guy. Yeah, he's... no one, no one I'm gives a, a fuck about drugs anymore. No one cares about I, drugs. How come they're not legalized then? How come they're not legalized then? Because Trump was scrutinized for saying, "Oh yeah, I grab a woman by the pussy." This guy's fucking. Uh, there's fucking text messages from Biden like. Oh God! What do you need again, Dad? I need ten dollars for this. When do people? When do people care? When do people care about people harming themselves? Never. Only when you harm someone else. That's when there's an uproar. You can't speak about. You can't speak about women. You can't speak about women. If you harm yourself. But that's. But that is. But that is newsworthy to mention. The president of the free world. The president of the free world. His sons. And even if. All right. And I'll give you. I'll give you this one. Even if we don't want to go into detail about the stories or the photos of the guy, at least an honorable mention like President's, uh, President's, uh, Ob- uh, President O'Biden, President Biden's son, uh, Hunter's iCloud hacked again or something like that. You don't hacked by that. Russians! I think China yeah, hacked no, it. No one away. cares about Hunter Biden. Everybody's focused on Biden and how old he is and... They want to get this guy out of office, but how can you guys, I have a question, being a Canadian and you guys being American, how are you, like, how do you look at your presidency now after, let's just start from Obama, right? After, from, we got Obama or you got Obama, then went to Trump and only God knows who's next. Biden, I don't really count, but we know he's there. Kermit the Frog is next. But like, what, how do you look at that title and that role and that position now being in your country and seeing how it's been? I know, Jimmy, you said like the last, the the four years under the the Trump administration was, were great years, but to, uh, to, to others, it's like, it's been like a circus, you know? So how do you look at that title now in that role? But listen, it's, it's, it goes back even further. Trump was the first person to to make it a, to make it more entertaining, like a like watching WWF, right? Well, he's That's an entertainer. He, he made it more like that, right? But yeah. it goes back further than that. You have the Clinton administration. Um, uh, they fucking they they were bombing Iraq, bombing fucking who else did they bomb? Uh, Syria, no, not Syria, Iraq, Bosnia, Bosnia, yeah. Bosnia, they, bo- they were fucking bombing brown people. Like brown people were going out of going out of style, man. And but, you know what? Here, guys, I think to it, your point, it, it, have every idea. presidential administration has been corrupted, guys. It's it, they've been corrupted. I've let you guys have the floor on this okay. conversation here, which I normally do. But you know, it, it's been every politician is corrupted. Okay, we, we got to stop labeling people as like, oh, they're going to be the next best politician. 
up best president. No, in it for a power, a Democrat. You're chipping out, man. You're chipping out. Can we yeah, that was my. I was I was into that shit too. What I was trying to what I was trying to explain to Harris is that I think there was a lot of whack. There was a lot of crazy shit in politics even back in the '90s, right? But we didn't have the internet. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have a way of kind of broadcasting the content to you 24/7. So, I mean, under the Clinton administration, they fucking incarcerated more people than anyone. There was a lot of unconstitutional acts. No, uh, uh, our, our so views Ronald, on- Ronald Reagan was an actor, right? Ronald Reagan was an actor. Yeah, he was an actor. So he not, was the so only we, one. Where, right. right. We act like like Trump is the first entertainer no, to be but, a president. But, but, but when, we talk, yeah. when we talk go, about go, go. Reagan, though, Reagan, Reagan had a – listen, Reagan was an actor, but he held himself like – in, 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 a, in a different manner. Like when you when he had his, when he was speaking, the way he dressed, the way he did things – we're not i don't want to compare those two we're two different people one was an actor one was a a, a a mogul you know what i'm saying is you had during we're, we're saying how do we see it after obama but there's a lot of corrupt stuff even back then and i've never agreed with um i've always been anti-establishment not anti-government to a degree right if you would have talked to me 12 years ago i would have been uh probably fucking antifa i'm telling you i grew up differently and I came into this way, and I'd I, I go on your show and explain it one day. But yeah, under under George W. Bush, there was a lot of atrocities. Unfortunately, thank God. Thank you for saying it, Jimmy. I, thank you for saying. No, yeah, Hello. absolutely. Listen, I love the Bushes' story. Like their stories are great. Thinking about how they came up, but under George W. Bush, he was another fucking retard, though. If you really think about it, um, he was he was Biden, but much younger. That guy. Uh, um, he was, he was a seat average student, and listen, bombing, like I said, bombing brown people was his thing. He went to the Middle East to fa- finish his father's thing. Thank you, Jack, and he also and he also signed in the Patriot Act. So, unfortunately, I know a lot of people like to like to think about these presidents, but after the Patriot Act was signed, which if you don't know much about it, you should read about it. It was the biggest perversion against the American people. And guess what? Obama signed it. Both of his terms, Trump signed it, and so did Biden. So, I don't think I, I don't think that I am, uh, you know. Sometimes, sometimes when people we have this discussion, they try to lump us in a conservative. Whitehouse.gov is propaganda. Sorry, answer that. Well, yeah, White, a lot White of House. things. Are- Whitehouse.gov is propaganda. I would never go there to get any information. <laughs> just you know. <laughs> well, listen. I think this is good that we're all talking, and you know, I'm happy that Mike has the platform to bring us all on and. He's being Thanks, producer. He's being the producer now too, man. We gotta get you a new guy, man. We gotta get you because I like he's you doing fired great. Up. I like it. I like his graphics. They're great. I, I, somebody, because I'm literally like I'm trying to get the fucking floor into the. And, and you know what I mean? I have to get somebody. So. Yeah. I mean, well, I, you know, again, uh, where guys, are we going we're gonna with call, politics? Uh, next I wanna thank uh, Arius. Yeah, I want to thank Arius here for Chuck from Toronto, Canada. I also want to thank Tommy Nation Politics for coming on. Thank you very much. We know he's coming up. Uh, we didn't go over his time. And always, I want to thank my co-host here, Jimmy, the motherfucking rant.
Thank you very much for coming on, Jimmy. It's an honor. No, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for letting us go wild tonight, Mike. Yeah, man. Both of you, Eris and uh, Jimmy, give me hit me up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. You guys have a show. And you, as you, Michael, you're awesome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. This was amazing. This is yes. like, I wish we could go for a lot. Uh, Tommy, yeah. yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, Tommy, if there's time, buddy, uh, count me on your show in a couple. <laughs> okay, uh, let's make it 30, bro, because I'm going to take a little break myself. Awesome. That sounds great. Awesome. Thanks. So, thank you so much, guys. Take it easy.